people stutter are just normal people. Mm-hmm. Like, you have bad people stutter. You have good people you stutter. You, you have smart people who stutter, and you have not so smart people who stutter. Like, we are normal people. No one who stutters is special. Yeah. We, we are as special or as not as special as any other person. Speaks. In this episode, I might have the pleasure to talk to Ayo Adesanya and then the co-founder of Step Holding Back. Ayo is also a person who stutters and it's great to, to get some insight into Ayo's stuttering story. As I said and before, I know two people's stutter and their experience is the same, so it was great to learn from Ayo. And throughout this episode, and we have a great talk on stuttering our stuttering lives and how to get rid of the stigma around stuttering and so let's get into this episode and i hope you all enjoy it again then how like have your past few weeks of went like in quarantine and stuff like that well for me i've been doing a lot of work um behind the scenes for um stop calling back yeah and just for my own per- projects i'm working on just to help people who don't start so the general public so just so i'm working on that and that's kind of big for me so i've been busy with those two projects over the past few weeks and so suppose and my my first question is is just um talk a bit who you are and what you do awesome so my name is ayo adisania i was born and raised in london but I now live in Sweden. I have a stutter, or I would just like to call it a speech impediment. And I've been stuttering all of my life. Um, I can't really re- remember the first time I ever stuttered, but one of my earliest memories was me stuttering at age seven. But my parents say I was stuttering birth before then. Um, in 2017, December, I hit a crossroads and I wasn't sure if I wanted to hang around anymore. But luckily for me, I made the right decision and I stayed in there. I found a course, a program, I joined that program. That program fundamentally changed my life. It was really good at the time. And then on that program, I also discovered a guy called John Harrison. And that just took me to the next level, completely mind-blowing stuff. I practiced what he preached. And then I started Stop Holding Back. And then we've had Chris and Ruben, in, who, who, who are now involved in that. And we just do Stop Holding Back now, trying to help other people who start. And that's my life. 
Alec, and you said that you um, started stuttering at around the age of six. Um, so what was growing up like a person that stutters like? Yeah, man, I had a very, very bad um, stutter in terms of I would just be silent and have lots of silent blocks rather than be overt about it. But I believe all people who stutter are really overt stutterers. Some people just have the choice to be silent because they can just choose to be silent where others just choose to let it go and just stutter. But I think deep down, we're all overt. We all have the capability of stuttering really, really badly. And I still have a stutter, of course. I block every single day. But I've learned a technique and I've found a balance between using this technique and just allowing myself to stutter openly. So I found my my balance. So that's what I strive for now. Because before then, man, I would just not speak. And people wouldn't really understand why I didn't speak in certain situations or why I was silent. Because I've always been like, confident in certain, in certain situations I've yeah. always I've, I've always been the joker of the classroom but in very specific situations man my start would just show up and I would feel exposed and then I would withdraw into my shell and then that cycle would repeat for years and years I probably like I'm similar to me because I my stutter can be great like one day on one certain like a situation but on like but on like on like a another day like and um, maybe like really bad so like it's all like hit and miss and really like yeah it's hit and miss and the reason why i joined the program i joined was because i was just struggling too much and i couldn't really um function in real life i for myself personally i couldn't function in real life i couldn't get the jobs I wanted to get. I didn't have the confidence to, to introduce myself to new people or just like hang around people as much as I wanted to because I always had the stuttering mindset. I always thought about my stutter first. Yeah, like, so it took me it took me like three years I had to get over that, <laughs> you know? Yeah, sure. And that yeah. you do like any like um, speech therapy and went anywhere and corn up. Yeah. I did quite a bit of uh, speech therapy and for me it never worked. Um, it just didn't do anything for me because I don't think a lot of them really understand stuttering. I think they use outdated information about stuttering and they build upon that and they never actually see outside the box. They never understand that. In my personal opinion, it, it's, um, it's a behavior it's a behavior that we have practiced so much. It's become ingrained in our bodies. Like, it's, it's like a multi-pattern now. Like, it just happens. It's like, it's, it's, it's automatic. And I believe through what the work I've been doing, I, I am focused on deleting that behavior through other means, not by uh, slowing down or doing that type of stuff just by focusing on 
my body in certain situations and understanding my nervous system and my stress levels and working with that, telling my body I'm safe, I can speak using different breathing patterns. And because I've been doing that for years, it's helped my stutter in a lot of, in most situations, tremendously. But it's taken years and that's the problem. It takes years. There's no course or any guru or speech therapist who, who can help you in like 12 weeks or three days. Yeah. It takes years. Sure. That's the unfortunate thing. I don't, I don't speech therapy for from probably the age of five to about 12, I'd say. And none of it worked. None at all. Yeah, none and, I, and I done a course there was it two summers ago and that was just truly like life-changing because it was based around us like acceptance and just like avoidance and reduction and like therapy and like the, the first day that we went in there and like like, like and they told us told us on like they, they a first day that and that this isn't like a miracle course like like, like you will still have a that are after after like the three days and like I think that's what like I wanted them to hear and like I mean overall and it's honesty mm. yeah 100% and that's what I'm aligned with where I'm aligned with, aligned with acceptance because if you don't accept you never ever get out of the starting mindset you always think about your start first yeah. before you do anything in life so you have to I've, I've accepted that and and it's fine. It's fine. It's okay to start. Like sure. it's not the end of the world. <laughs> yeah. And like, and as you got older, and like, what was your stuff there like in like your like in like your teenage years and like adulthood? Yeah, my the, the worst experiences I've had have been in adulthood, especially in university. And the year after I left university, the before that, I was a child, right? As a teenager, I never had much responsibility. Life was pretty easy. I had my parents always lo looking after me for the most part, you know? So I didn't really see the impacts as much as I did in my adulthood versus my ch childhood. So university for me was one of the worst experiences of my life because I, I didn't integrate myself at all with anyone hardly hardly i stayed away from social situations social events um the only thing i really enjoyed at university was partying <laughs> because you drink and then you just party and like it's, it's no big deal right yeah. and when i drank i started a lot less as well so yeah those four years were the worst time of my life and the year afterwards, couldn't get a job because I didn't have the confidence to pick up the phone, make phone calls or go through for phone interviews, attend assessment centers, assessment centers. I got a degree at Loughborough. I did banking, finance and management. Spent four years there, went down the pan, you know? So like, <laughs> I know I know what it is to start. I know what it is to start, man, because when it counts is when you're an adult. That's when you see the impacts of having a start. When you're on your own in the world, no parents look after you, 
And that's what people need to understand. Stuttering is serious. Like, it ruins lives if you don't have the right support. And I found that as I got older and like my whole like experience like around stuttering kind of got worse. And like, and if it wasn't for that course that I did, like I wouldn't have had like a podcast. I wouldn't have been put in certain like situations that like I feel that like were like helpful to me. But if I didn't do that kind of thing, like I don't think that I would have been able, able like to do it like at all. Yeah. 100% man and I'm very lucky like he, he went on the course I went on the course too and I found support and I think what helps us the most or I'll just talk about myself what always helps me the most is finding people who are just, just like me finding people who have the time to support me yeah. and vice versa I support them having a community is everything and I think that is true for many things in life, you're always better if you're in a team. You always get better results if you're in a team. So having a team community is everything. I was, I was kind of um, lucky, like like I'm, like I'm, I kind of lucky, like I'm like I'm growing up because um, I was my two parents and both stutter as well, and so they were like a great help to me and like. Like and they told me this tunnel some of the things that they used that worked, and they kind of acted as my own therapists therapists because the best speech therapists that I went to in my oh. childhood like just never worked, so having I just having like my parents there like helped a lot yeah man, like in my family, my little brother has a stutter, but he doesn't really stutter anymore, or he just avoids I'm not really sure but he comes across like he's like he's fluent and I don't really I can't really tell if he's avoiding sometimes but he's okay and he gets on in life my mum had a starter she doesn't start anymore yeah. my mum had a really really bad starter and she claims that she lost it when she was 21 she said she just looked up to God and said I want to stop starting and it, and it went that day Jeez. that's what she says like so <laughs> I can't say she's wrong. That's crazy to me. Like, wow, like you're lucky. <laughs> so <laughs> my mom doesn't stutter anymore. And yeah. yeah. And um, how did you get over times that like maybe in hard like, like around like a stutter? If I'm honest, I've had the support. I've always s- said this. Like you can't over, you can't overcome stuttering. Most people can't overcome stuttering alone. Some people do, but they go through it the hard way. Like mm-hmm. they get really like they literally stop caring, and it takes a lot of courage to do that because they go through a lot of pain to get to the point where they literally just speak and they don't care about stuttering, and stuttering has no effect on their mental health. But that's a route that I c- c- couldn't take. I didn't have the courage to, to go down that route. I had to seek support, and that's okay. I think everyone should seek support, and that's the fastest way, the best way to heal yourself from the trauma of stuttering. So I found that course, then I left that, that course, uh, and I found this stop point back with Chris Jackson and Ruben Pillai, 
and now we have created our own support system and we help others and it's amazing so that's, that's what we do that's, that's what helps me the most bro honestly having people who are like me yeah and how have you gained like acceptance and like around your stutter yeah so it took me a long time it took me like two years and i'm talking the most recent two years like my last two years it's taken me that long to actually fully accept stuttering openly fully yeah. after going on this course i could yeah i could stutter but I, openly and stuff but i would always feel like damn i'm stuttering too much today what's going on oh I'm, i need to use this technique more or this more to stop the blocks i used to think about that a lot but these days i always um talk about a famous saying that i saw on karate kid 3 and it's from mr miyagi and he said when you have the balance everything is better when you have the balance everything is better so that's what i always go back to so i found my balance between using various speaking techniques versus allowing myself to stutter and just stutter i found the balance between the two and that's what i stick with and that makes me the most ha happy because i wasn't happy just stuttering because it was too much effort my neck would hurt i would get tired my chest would hurt my back would hurt like i i, I couldn't go on just stuttering i couldn't do it it's too much it takes too much effort on my mental health and my body i couldn't just use technique all day long because that's boring and it wasn't me and it, it just felt like i was just wasn't being me i would rather has have have started in certain situations than had to slow down stop use all these techniques so i've taken two extremes just stuttering openly and using technique all the time like being so religious about it and finding a middle point and that's where i sit and that's where i help try to help people to get to so you can be yourself but still manage your your stuttering to a certain degree you're not you're not completely not stuttering like i started here but yeah. i'm using techniques when i need to and that's enough for me i'm happy with that Kagan, for, for sure like, i don't, don't, don't know like if you're the same but like i find that and what might help me like i said my stutter like a lot was a lot like that i was putting myself in like uncomfortable positions like i'm starting this podcast and which kind of like things things like that like i'm helping me a lot and like and i encourage everyone that that kind of does like and it has like a stutter to do things that like they don't usually do and try to think think kind of like help a lot and with their own kind of stuttering like experience 100 percent agree the first year of my journey i was doing all sorts of things i was going to um speaker's corner in um is it trafalgar square it's in mm. no it's not in trafalgar square 
but it's in central London. Yeah. And that's where lots of people just do public speaking. They stand on a chair in public and start speaking about a topic. Oh, wow. So you get all, all sorts of people there. If you Google it, Speaker's Corner, it's amazing. So I used to go there a lot with my friends and we should just do public speaking, speak about uh, random things. And yeah, that really helped. Yeah. And um, and do you think that there is like a bit of like lack of education, like around the topic of like stuttering, like from like certain like, I say like teachers or people or like people and like that? In my opinion, I think in general, no one really understands stuttering. I think, I think that's the problem because there's not enough funding that goes into stuttering yeah, for, sure. for people to find out. So no one really cares. Uh, I know it's controversial, but I'm a straightforward kind of guy. No one cares enough, and that's the problem. No one is putting money into stuttering research. No one is investing into stuttering, helping people with stutter. No one's doing it, especially when you compare it to other um, disabilities out there, like stuttering at the bottom of the barrel, and it's a disgrace. So that's something I'm trying to change eventually. But in, in the current s- s- situation, no one understands stuttering. The, to the best of my ability, all I know is the only way for me to allow myself to speak in a more comfortable manner is by using a level of technique with working on my mindset, working on not caring, and just speaking and trying to be my authentic self. I do not care and do not know why I stutter. I've been down that rabbit hole before, it didn't get me anywhere. All I'm focused on is solutions. How can I reduce the level of stress and and anxiety and blocks? That's all I care about and that's what I focus on. Like even like in Ireland, they can never hear of the, the government or anything kind of talking about like I know that there is like isn't there like isn't there like like the Michael Palin Center in London but there's nothing like that in um like in Ireland and yeah. uh, um, but like and that is something that like I'd love to do now to have like, my own kind of like center of like stuttering like somewhere in Ireland that Ireland and I think that they can like help a lot of people. Like, yeah, that sounds awesome. We need more people like yourself doing that type of work. That's eventually where we want to really um, have a presence in Stop Holding Back. We want to just help other individuals set up support groups, support centers in their local areas to help people start. That's a long term goal, Stop Holding Back. Um, it's called Stop Holding Back for a reason, it's not called Stop stuttering today it's called stop holding back yeah. and it's just to reinforce that just stop holding back and just do the things you want to do in life just go for it 100 percent D- despite how how much or how bad the stuttering is for sure and can, um, how do you think stutterers can get into the right mindset to like achieve in life the, th- the thing is with that you have Different, all right. People forget that 
people stutter are just normal people. Mm-hmm. Like, you have bad people stutter. You have good people you stutter. You, you have smart people who stutter, and you have not so smart people who stutter. Like, we are normal people. No one who stutters is special. Yeah. We, we are as special or as not as special as any other person. So that's out of the way. What the most important thing is, how, where do you want to go in your life? What do you need to get there? If you want to be a top salesperson, if you like it or not, in, 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 this, in this world right now, you have to be a very good communicator. It's, I'm sorry, but that's the truth. And that's the truth. And just, just because you start, it's not going to change that truth. So if you want to be a top salesperson, you have to work on your speech in some way. So I think so. People, so I think in general, you have to assess where you want to be in life and make plans to get there. Because despite stuttering, and if that means you have to train your voice or do some breathing techniques, go do it. Because life is so short. Like life. We could die at any moment. It's so short, so I'm, I'm not gonna w- 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 waste my time trying to change the world. There's a place for that, but at the end of the day, you have to improve your life, improve your chances, do whatever it takes, and that's that. I'm sure. Like, and there is, and there is like an obvious like a um, stigma and surrounding like and like stuttering. And so, how do you feel that? Us being like stutters, like another stutters, can help to get rid of the stigma and like surrounding like stuttering. Well, like there are different kinds of people who stutter, and they have different opinions. Some people would tell you, "Yeah, man, just stutter away. That's okay. Be who be who you are. Be proud of your stutter. That's not going to help you in the real world." I'm sorry, but that's not helping you. That didn't help me. That just made things worse because that's not how people people take stuttering right now. Hopefully that will change. We're trying to change that with awareness. But right now, in 2021, you need to prepare yourself for the real world. And if you have a really, really overt star, the truth is it's going to be hard for you. It will be, oh, unless you meet the right people and you have a wicked support group, it might be hard for you. So you might have to help yourself as well by doing certain things to improve your communication in general. And But some people start with like, no, don't do nothing. You, you're perfect as you are. That sounds wonderful, but that's not going to help you in the real world. So that's so I always listen to people who are where, who are, who who are who who are where I want to be in five years time, ten years time. I don't listen to no one else. No, like, and, um, and with the work that you and um and stop pulling back does, um what advice would you give to a person who uh, like who has a stutter? Like and what do you think that they should do like in like the like employment like process and do you think that they should just like come out and da, 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 just say that they have like a stutter or do you think that there is a another way to do it you have to be a hundred percent honest 
because yeah. either way you're gonna get f- found out either way and there's no shame in stuttering stuttering is a disability people forget that people think it's just some weird thing some people do no it's not it's a real disability and the problem is a lot of people who stutter don't class stuttering as a disability which makes it hard on the general public to take stuttering seriously if if we as stutterers are saying it's, it's it's not a disability it's okay i'm fine i don't need help then you need to expect that you're not going to get any help and people will say stuttering is cute every now and again because we're not being honest about stuttering ourselves where a lot of stutterers are in denial and tell themselves they're okay when they're not you're not okay and it's okay to be honest about that and then receive help <laughs> like that's what i did yeah. and like i'm happy now and that's that yeah like and even kind of think that some people kind of think that we being stutterers can kind of like worse than certain people like that don't have a stutter. And now it's people like people like him and Joe Biden that recently and that, that recently got like like inaugurated, mm. and that kind of kind of like helps helps their case that anyone that can like achieve anything, like in sports and like like I'm like an entrepreneur. And like entrepreneurs, like they all have like a stutter, like a stutter, and which makes us just kind of feel that like that we are no like and different to anyone else. Exactly, and we're not different. But people who start need to understand. Joe Biden worked on his speech. Joe Biden has had public speaking training. Joe Biden has had communication training from when he was young. He's been in politics. He 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 had a goal to become a politician. He had a, a goal to become the president of the United States. He knew what it took, and it takes good communication. So he he did the hard work. He's not he's not on there stuttering on every single word, is he? He's not. He's just not. I'm, 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 people pretend. Oh, he's got a stutter. He's one of us. No, he's not one of us really because he's not stuttering as much. Like he stutters maybe once an hour. Why? Because he worked on his speech. He did something about it. And and that's just the, that's just the sad truth in a way. That it's just the sad truth. He has a stutter, but look, he's done a lot of work on his stutter to become who he is. He's not he's not in charge of the whole world, stuttering on every single word. So it's, it's just not the case. So I'm like, you can tell I'm very, um, I'm, I'm very honest and I'm, I'm direct. I, I cut through the fluff. I, I don't like to, um, I, don't, I don't pretend because the truth is, is the truth. In my opinion, of course. And everyone like, to be truthful, like an honest, every way, like, so like, it, like it helps a lot, like, like, like to be like, open and honest like about about it like and that was like what um helps us in the long run it's the same with the um m- music artist music artist um the guy the guy with the ginger hair i forgot his name the famous famous singer Sheeran. people love to claim yeah he's one of us he's got a star 
this guy never stutters. Yeah. I've never heard him stutter, bro. Like, people need to open their eyes. <laughs> like, I've never heard him. At the end of the day, we need we need to just do what is right for us. So don't compare yourself. I don't compare myself to Joe Biden and Sheeran or anyone else. I have a goal and I will do whatever it takes to get to that goal. And I think that's the best way for anyone to have a better life in general. I don't focus anymore on stopping stuttering. I focus on what do I want to become? What do I want to achieve next year? And the stuttering just falls under that. Yeah, for sure. And um, I suppose the last question I have is, what advice would you give to a person who stutters? Yeah, 100% I would tell them to join the Stop Holding Back journey because I 100% believe we are like on the cutting edge of stuttering in terms of finding solutions. 100%. Like I have no shame in promoting Stop Holding Back 24-7 because I know we're the best at what we do. And we can 100% help people, 100%, no flipping doubt, because we've been through it and we know what it takes, especially um, when it comes to employment. We have Ruben, who works in the corporate world, quite high up, he's a banker. And we have Chris Jackson, who owns a recruitment agency in London. And you have myself, the guy who's just like, he's crazy. I'm just the crazy one, right? I'm, I'm just that guy. So we're a good team. We're a really good team. And apart from promoting that, I would just say to focus on your dreams. Like, forget, forget trying to stop starting. Like, forget that. Focus on what do I want to become? And then you will then understand what you need to do to get there. And if that means you need to do public speaking, you will do public speaking because that is what it takes to get to your goal. And so suppose that is all that I have to say. Like, is there anything that you want to add or ask me? If you don't mind sharing, what course did you go on? I went on free to stutter and free to speak i think it was called and like it was That's ran by man. the hsc and which is the irish version of the nhs and um and as i said that that basically focused like just around all like acceptance and avoidance and reduction and like i think that why like i got so much out of it was because there was people there that wanted the same things i wanted mm. like and i advise other stutters to kind of just like to, to try and get like and to try and get in contact and my daughter like stuttering people because it will help you a lot because no one's stutter or their like experience is the same overall so like when I went to the course like I got insight into other people's stutter and that kind of helps me like a lot in the long run wow awesome man and um what is your opinion on the starting community right now in terms of what 
people talk when it comes to stuttering, what people preach, where where it's going, in your opinion? Um, I kind of feel that not many stutterers like make it known that they do stutter or they don't really try and get help or they're not, not really like open like about their stutter like you'd see. You would see some actors that like aren't really open like about your and like about their stutter and I, and I feel that like when people like are more open open like about it mm-hmm. and help you like and many other people overall as well. Yeah. And do you think that per- people in general who stutter are really honest enough when um, they're speaking about their stuttering experiences? Are, are they just talking about the good times or or not? For honest, like it all depends on sorting people really because I was like you would be open about like times that were hard and times that were good, but I'd say many stutters would kind of feel sorry on themselves that they don't, they, they, they wouldn't do anything to really help, help, help themselves that like they, they, they won't really like get help or put them out of their comfort zone. So like, as I said, like I, I preach for other stutters to kind of just get out of their comfort zone. If it is even to, ring a shop or talk to one random person like a day and that kind of like that would kind of make other people like being um, like it would make them like more open like and honest like about their own stuttering like experiences mm. and how's your uh, speech been during COVID-19 has it got worse or has it improved um suppose I kind of got a bit worse because I'm not really talking to many people really like same like before COVID like it was kind of getting like a small bit better and like um, but um, but like in college that like was kind of getting good as well and like I kind of kind of kind of gradually got a bit worse not not like a whole lot but it's something that like mm-hmm. that I found that is like when you talk more and kind of like put yourself out, like it kind of gets a small bit better because you're kind of like, you become known in like when you're going to stutter, like, and it won't be like, and it won't be like such like a, a shock when you do start to mm. like block or stutter. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like I said before, the number one thing every person who starts should do first is self-accept because if you don't we're in trouble <laughs> yeah for sure yeah so that's it um i mean like i thanks like thanks a lot for coming on and like you and but like it is very much i appreciate it like and i hope that this talk will help other people like that stutter like and people that may not even have a stutter like i hope like it helps them too yeah, man, I really appreciate you inviting me on today. I really love your Instagram and the work you're doing, man. It was awesome. And I would love to see you in the Stop Funny Black community one day, bro. you have a lot of fun, man. <laughs> Tell it to Ruben and Chris when I had them on the podcast, like, what you're doing with 
stop holding back like is like great work and i and i know like it's gonna help like a lot of people and, and i know like it has already has um helped a lot of people so thank you um for that so that's it for this week's episode as i would like to thank ao and for coming on to it is very much i appreciate it and thank you all for tuning into this episode and as always it is very much i appreciate it and for all the support all my listeners and my followers on, on social media give me and forces me on to do more and further improve myself so again as i would like to thank you all for listening it is very much i appreciate it I hope to hear from you